0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Beard Talk Live, the uncensored free talk live after show. Learn more at beard.freetalklive.com. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. I've got nothing bad to say about Ted Anderson of GCN. Um, I like the guy. I really do. He, uh, but back then we weren't much on the air. When you know, it's just like yeah. he had Alex Jones, and we were the idea of a general manager he brought in that he like had to come in because he was losing money and you know replace. So we were this guy's breakout that this other his previous, I guess his uh, his general manager's breakout show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we broke out in the sense that none of his shows have ever been on as many stations, but we're just never been worth anything. Nobody's ringing up. Uh, gcn and saying i gotta be on free talk live (laughs) but they're definitely saying that with alex jones right Uh, that calvin soap i gotta i gotta have some right and so uh you know ted's like oh look guys um I'm going to let you have this little thing that you're asking for. And every, you know, every couple of years we go ask Ted for something, right? Yeah. I'm going to let you have this little thing you're, you're asking for, but you got to do me a favor and get rid of that, uh, on air name Manwich. Ah. I'm afraid I'm going to get a call from ConAgra Foods and it just, you know, keeps me up at night. I, I can't live mm. with it. So. Basically, we preempted any lawsuit by getting rid of the name. I,
1: I would, Manwich. I would accept that only if you first asked if they just wanted to go ahead and sponsor you, right? If you were like, "Dear Menwich, right, <laughs> I, I've already been sort of using something that sounds like your brand yep. on air and." Uh, I realize that, you know, there might be something to it. You're Maybe bold and not. spicy.
0: I'm bold and spicy. Perhaps. <laughs> you're thick and meaty. Yeah. I am <laughs> thick and meaty. <laughs> that <laughs> might not
2: be exactly the letter you want to draft,
0: but something. It would, would have been what I would have said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, I I think it could go either way. What it, The most likely outcome is they'd say, hell yeah, we want to sponsor you. And then they'd hear us. So they'd be like, fuck no, we don't want to sponsor you. <laughs> yeah because this is what happened with uh ruger the handgun manufacturer (laughs) you're like yeah this is the only radio station that'll let radio show that'll let us advertise they're like wait a second you guys don't love the cops in the military
2: So you've got to sell the character is what you've got to do. You've got to be like, look, I am going to give you a niche audience that you literally have no way into. But I'm gonna sound a little kooky, but in that circumstance I'll be the sane one and I
0: will ruthlessly advertise how stable you are. Yeah. I mean just put put guns in the hands of all kinds of people that want to shoot me. <laughs>
1: Uh, what? So, uh, fifty-four episode fifty-four of Beard Talk Life yeah. we are into right now. Wow! Uh, it took us, uh, you know, more than a year to do a year's worth of episodes. <laughs> uh, and I figure the older I get, the closer I'll be to taking an hour and a half to watch sixty minutes.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs>
1: Can I play that on one point five?
0: I'm thinking about Tom Woods. He uh he does his numbered episodes too. Yeah, I said like 2,000 of them or something.
1: Yeah, we, we thought about this prior to even doing the first, well, the second. The first episode arguably happened uh, serendipitously uh, during Free Talk Life when it just happened to be like nobody and Peakless and myself, all yeah. bearded fellows were like, this is Beard Talk life. No, no, it wasn't we. It was you. And then ding. Oh, right? Speaking of which, I don't have my beard on. So, oh, my God. What the fuck? Jesus fucking Christ. What are you, new? (laughs) Nobody is new. Do we have to put you through rookie radio orientation? How to appear on somebody else's show.
0: Yeah, okay, it's on now.
1: All right, so now I just have a question. If we had, like, you know, Drag Talk Live or something, (laughs) would (laughs) would you you put on the dress? Well. I, I understand that this is comedic. Like, every comedy thing that I've ever seen on video uh, at some point, if it's a like a series, at some point, some of the characters dress in drag. Yeah, they have to. And it's like funny. Recently, I uh, have been watching uh, the new the new old Star Trek. Uh, boldly go or no, I don't remember what the fuck it is, but it's the Captain Pike days pre pre Kirk. What? Yeah, it's the Captain Pike I thought Pike there was days. only one of those. Uh, n- no, no, no. There's a whole new series of that. Uh, anson mount plays captain pike okay and, so there's a uh, and it's pretty it's pretty a star good. trek
0: but it precedes kirk right
1: there's a new star trek Amazing series,
0: how the guy who invents the, the thing dies line, and now we right.
2: explode the 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 entire series in every gene, direction gene gene yeah, Roddenberry. yeah, yeah. Right. he kicks the bucket and all of a sudden there's a billion star
0: treks you'll see some money on star trek here mm-hmm. shortly see star trek eschews money there is no money they do have it kind of at the uh, <laughs> uh, Deep Space Nine. They kind of print their own,
2: but like by way of merchandise. Dude, Deep Space they, Nine uh, was Star Trek doing capitalism. Yes. like they're literally depicting communism, so they can't really go too far. Yeah, the, but
1: the Ferengi make andcaps. the Ferengi
2: a good guy instead of like a, a literal
1: space menace. Aren't the Ferengi and caps? Yeah. I mean, like, the cost of acquisition, well, well, the rules of acquisition. That's the thing. They're, they're how theo, many bars they're of, you know, what is it, platinum? Mm-hmm.
2: They're oh, theocratic really capitalists, platinum. really, is what
0: they
1: are. They're what?
2: They're theocratic capitalists, actually, is what they are.
0: I like to be challenged. Um, I remember when Greg from New York was talking about property. Mm. So libertarians love to talk about property. Yep. But And we also love to talk about how nonviolent we are. Right. However, the point he made is essentially somebody's got to be violent in order for property to exist.
1: Well, I mean... And I think that's true. Well, libertarians practice violence.
0: A violence
2: capacity must be understood. That's right. Right. Now, the best possible means of doing this is to distribute power as widely as possible so that the least amount of corruption on any one of us fragile human creatures...
1: But, also, we get. but so, also practice but violent self-defense.
2: That, right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what like, you're doing is right. defending yourself. And when now you, you have gun range, a whole right? society yeah. where you know that there is that capacity of violence
0: and you know that it is put away, I mean, you feel that much safer, honestly. Oh, I'd agree. But just saying. I mean, like, it's not – libertarianism isn't peace. No. Because – Peace basically means not defending property. Right. And it Okay. So yes and no. What it is is that peace is
2: part of the cycle. Like you do have these relationships that go through these cycles. Uh, Okay. We're in non-aggression with each other. I haven't stepped on your toes. You haven't stepped on mine. We're human. We fuck up. Uh, Sometimes intentionally, which is really bad. Yeah. Really tough to fix. Yeah. But that's the part of the cycle where, okay, I'm, uh, I'm good, and then I go down. I fall from grace, and now I have the choice. Do I redeem my actions,
0: myself, my life? Or at least try. I think that the libertarianism allows for the most amount of peace. I think it uh, actually allows for it to be sort of the default setting. Yep. Right. you're going to have peace. As long as you understand my understanding of property, right. we're all going to be happy. Right, If we disagree be... about that, uh, well, whose property is whose, then it's not going to go as well. Right, We probably should go to an arbitrator and get that figured out, because if we don't, then you've got two grown men going at each other, and those particular apes are deadly.
1: But even if that were to occur, you still don't have this behemoth organization of violent psychopaths known as, I I'm calling them murder men to these days, Right. Because that's what they do. Telling everybody what is and what isn't. Right. You allow these people to hash it up for themselves. And guess what? If you're, you know, much like most people react to geographic things differently these days. Like there's people who are like, you know, when the hurricane happened, they're like, oh, fuck, doesn't matter to me. It's nowhere near me. Right. There were a a large amount of people were like that. Right. That's what it's like in Bradenton all the time. Yeah. And I'm not saying (laughs) that there's like that. That's a wrong position to have. I'm just saying that, like. You get to care as much as you want to with the amount of effort you put forth towards something, right? You don't get to feel like you care because somebody
0: takes a bunch of money from you all the fucking time. That's that's wrong. You got to get over that feeling. It also isn't effective. I mean, like the government takes – the government can take ten times what you need to give in charity to handle the hurricane. And believe me. They do. That tenth that trickles down to the people um, in that area is spent – horribly in comparison right. the way you would spend it if you just gave just give it to the red cross for goodness sakes i mean not to say that's a good organization by any stretch but the outcome would be preferable the outcome would be preferable yeah and that, and that's
1: with evaluating systems like just that in and of itself that description the difference between how government operates now and how the red cross would handle the same amount of I think money Think you
2: might be underestimating their right. government involvement but, but I get even, what you're saying. Even though a, a, a private charity is going to put more of your power toward what needs fixing.
1: Right. The percentage of dollars that goes towards the actual resolution, yeah. Yeah, it's, giving it's money, money to Red Cross, in one is way higher or another. than the same exact thing if government tries to treat it. Yeah. The, the uh, Pareto principle, uh, the uh, 80-20 rule. Yeah. It goes one way or it goes the other. Right. So just that in and of itself should be enough of an illustration to show that it would be far better for humankind to have a voluntary organization versus versus an organization of coercion, and that should be enough. But like, that's not enough. Apparently, but like you could tell people that all day, but they don't. They can't actuate it in their minds. They can't activate what, well, what is do they wrong do about with soci- it, society currently, right? Like, they they suffer that cognitive well, dissidence. Oh well, hold, hold on. I think it's a lot easier
0: what's that you stop funding it well okay First so of all, i think it's a lot easier to agree with libertarianism the question is how do you get there and this is where yeah. You know, like We all just kind of go in different directions because yeah. we've all got a bunch of different solutions. You know, like Ian's solution for 20 years has been moved to frickin New Hampshire, and it hasn't been the mm-hmm. worst solution, mind you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I love the idea that uh, what uh, Kirk Hoffman, I believe is his name is, uh, Kirk Hoffman has, uh, that it's called the libertarian homeland. It's oh, right. perfect. Oh, yeah. It's perfect branding. Jeremy Kaufman. Jeremy Kaufman. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I don't know what, uh, you know, my brain just doesn't work it's that all right, well for right. me. I'm, I'm it took me tired. like that long to remember it. So.
2: <laughs> and, uh, also, I, I'm really glad that we have our Jews branding at that.
0: How's Appreciate that going, yes. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we do have like a lot of them. Yes, we do. Thank goodness. Uh, and so, whereas other people have different ideas, I mean, there's obviously the people in the Libertarian Party just elect. The next president is libertarian. That'll, that'll solve the problem, and that's never going to happen. No. And, and it would never solve the problem if it did. I do believe the system will fail.
1: Mathematically, it's impossible for it not to. Like, I think we're going to see something akin to hyperinflation. Uh, we're going to see massive unemployment. We're going to see, you know, all the bad things, right, that, that come along with sort of the dissolution. Yeah. Uh, imagine the falling of the the old USSR. Right, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much what's going to happen in the United States, little by little, than all at once. I, I think like that's how it'll end up. Like we are uniquely positioned, already sort of geographically divided according to statists, right? Oh, Ohio exists here, and New Hampshire is here, and like you know, it, we're uniquely positioned to already just sort of be like, well, screw the federal government, we'll all just go our own way and be our own countries from now on, right? But I think that's going to happen. Uh, no, I'm sorry, let me back up. What I think. Will happen is as that decline progresses, New Hampshire, because of its strong libertarian influence, not even like voting tilt, although we seem to be having some effect on voting, um, uh, it, it will be uniquely positioned to lead the way for the fall, right? So the fall of the empire comes, right? Because there are people here already transacting, already doing things in, you know, sort of cryptocurrency and AI, you know, and all these kinds of things. Uh, the, The technology exists, everybody's already sort of interacting with systems that exist outside of the approved system, right? I think that because we are early adopters, uh, as a group, a, a state, if you will, that the New Hampshire, the geographic area, the amount of libertarian influence has us uniquely positioned to sort of lead the way out after the fall occurs. Right. So like, you know, we get to a point where, oh, everything's going to fuck shit. Oh, what? how come New Hampshire is doing so well? <laughs> Right. How come the people in that state are, you know, oh, because they've already established like homesteading and community and like, uh you know, networks that exist outside of the state paradigm. And, oh, they're using things like goldbacks and cryptocurrency to exchange. And, you know, oh yeah, everything's automated for them. And they just sign contracts with people. And in fact, if you're sort of near them or doing business with them, uh, they're told to be fair and equitable. And right. All of a sudden, reputation takes over. Modern day Quakers. All of the principles that libertarians espouse. Allows, right, sort of get to kick in, and like, now you get to show, does it actually, does it work in this? And it, of course it's going to. It can't not work, because it's the only thing left.
0: It's the only infrastructure that you can turn to. So it's clear that it's the, principled. the United States government will, at some point, dissolve and go away. I don't know how it goes. I wouldn't propose to say that, but currently on the world stage, there are doesn't seem to be like there's always pretenders you know dun 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 dun, dun. you know there's the, there's the spotlights there's the smoke the raised of arms they come out and they have no fucking solutions because yeah. it's the same shit the same desiccated poo that it has been for <laughs> Centuries in a new, newly decorated box. I have yes. for you: Brazil, India, China, Singapore, What's whatever it? the fuck. What's right? It? Like I've got bricks in this box. No, no, it's my dick in a box. <laughs> right?
1: Saturday Night Live. Behold the
0: anti-NATO, <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't work yeah. because, and and like I'm not saying the U.S. works. The U.S works now because it had a hundred years of something akin to capitalism and that that has momentum and that now it has power and it uses that power to prevent others from competing on a certain level. China isn't going to – China isn't it. They're the closest to being it and they're not it. Will it be bricks? It could be. No, But – it so, also could have been Japan and any variety of I, pretenders uh, nope, prior to that. Nope, Can't be Japan. It's well, uniquely I, situated. Uh, it's fucked. Well, it is now. But in 1980s, we yeah. were terrified. Well, can I ask then what is,
1: the, uh, what is the area of geography on planet Earth that is currently operating uh, in the most voluntary way, the most voluntary systems? Uh, I tend to look to uh, whoever's got crypto going on, right? Uh, was it uh, Venezuela? Uh, uh, Kits and Nevis. You, thank you. Uh, El Salvador. El Salvador. Thank you. That's the one I was UAE's
0: got a bunch of uh, you know crypto guys right. going but, on there. But because they have crypto doesn't oh, yeah. necessarily mean
1: they're operating yeah. in like like as a, as a society, if you will, operating in the most voluntary way. Just because they have crypto, I think is like an, an indicator that maybe they are. But it's not the only indicator. It's not the only criteria. So, like,
0: what it, area is operating in the most voluntary way? And it, Well, let me answer that question. So um, if you're saying that, you know, somebody operating outside of a government-sanctioned system, not paying tax and, like, sort of an agorist thing, uh, the most agorist uh, place in the world is uh, Africa.
1: I think New Hampshire is in a unique position to come out of something like a sudden collapse of the dollar, the United States, right? Even other, like, Canada fucking collapses somehow, right? You know, like, New Hampshire's in good shape for that to happen, right? Mexico devolves in somehow, right? Like, okay. But I think New Hampshire is uniquely positioned for that. There's some other states that I think, you know, come in second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever. But I think that just having... Enough libertarian thinkers, voluntarist thinkers here who kind of get the idea and the principle of it. I think that alone has a value that no other state has.
0: I think I, I would agree completely. Um, now, the question is, is can libertarians get out of libertarians ways? Because we know if they have enough customers. Yes, maybe we know how we think. And therefore, when you know somebody talks about this thing or that thing, like Ian and I couldn't be closer friends. I think he's his concentration on the secession of New Hampshire is a waste of fucking time. Like yes, there's so many other things that could be done um with that time and energy and uh, brain power and all and the money that goes into it and all that stuff. You know, why the fuck? But he doesn't I mean like and and if he were on the air and he's just sitting over there. He's got a beard. <laughs> by the way. Um that he would get spirit, on and he would yes. eviscerate that point. I'm not saying he'd win, but that point wouldn't stand unchallenged and it would be challenged well. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, we can we go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth all day long. And the question <laughs> yeah. is, is do we waste each other's time right. or do we uh, just get out of the way and do whatever the fuck mm-hmm. we're going to do? And then the best, you well, know, the best man well, wins. I think
2: you're missing the entire point. The point is not to secede. The point is to make people imagine freedom. Sure. When the people have imagined freedom, we will no longer need to secede. Once you actually see what's going on, you're like, that's dumb. That's
0: smart. Let's do that. I, I, so you're, you're imagining a choice where one currently doesn't exist. And I like that idea because people need to understand that there are choices and we make them all the time. But people often, like I'd like to point out that everybody knows... Everybody who votes knows that they could vote for Ralph Nader or Gary Johnson or whomever Fred uh, I,
1: Flintstone
0: I mean what would Vermin be the point Supreme but like, like and here I just said it what would be the point of voting for Fred Flintstone um right because they imagine it and they realize I am one against many yeah and there's no point in it and there isn't any point in voting for Joe Biden or for Donald Trump or for Fred Flintstone. There isn't any point at all because Joe, whoever's going to win New Hampshire's four electoral votes likely will win by more than four electoral votes, making New Hampshire irrelevant. But whoever's going to win New Hampshire's four electoral votes isn't going to win by one vote. So if I stay home and work my new, uh, blow up doll, until she ruptures, I have done way more than if I go and, uh, you know, take a take an hour break and go vote. So I think the uh, the
2: political side of this is actually pretty well uh, established. The point is not to determine the presidency. The point is to direct attention. Well, you had me at there is no point in voting you just stopped there. <laughs> well, no. The fact that this is situated in who counts as a nominee territory means they either leave that in New Hampshire or they take it away from us. Now, if they take it away from us, they've done the most magnificent advertising for libertarianism that there could be. How so? They're like, oh, uh-oh. Pull the spotlight off of these motherfuckers. <laughs> and then when we claim, yeah, this is why they did that, then we have some credibility. Oh, that's they interesting. They can't afford to do that. Would they be. also
1: can't afford to let us keep it because we keep influencing people. I could see the value in some sort of like massive marketing campaign. You know what I mean? Like a bunch of libertarians throw a bunch of money at like some some commercials, you know, a whole bunch of billboards and television time and all that kind of crap and just go on an educational campaign, all right? There's got to be enough cryptocurrency and like libertarian-leaning folks in that to like, you know, throw a fund together. Maybe we suggest it to Dash or something, is one of the suggestions for their thing where they donate to things or make things happen. I don't know. But my point is, is that, like, I love things like the Tuttle Twins and, you know, uh, some people are putting together, like, video classics of the old philosophers. And it's like, you know, Molyneux, right, like the people that we knew 20 years or 15 years ago or whatever that <laughs> – you know,
0: he's the old philosopher. Right.
1: Exactly. Right. They're the, they're the, and there's Not a bunch Euripides, of new people right. right now. But like, so like, it's kind of like uh, the heavy metal I like to listen to is now called classic metal. They've thrown the word classic in front of it just because it's of a certain age. Because we have gray hair. So the reason I have a different image pop up in my head when, when you said political season is because uh, your most famous quote to me. Right, the one I remember the most was that uh, somehow you had named like your your pigs, <laughs> uh politician's name, and you yeah. and you're like it, it helps with the killing.
0: <laughs> it helps me when I shoot him in the head.
1: <laughs> and I laughed so hard the first time <laughs> he said that I was just on the floor, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's I was like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. He has had to, you know, slaughter a, a herd, to, you know, in time to, you know. Uh, make them into meat. The most Delicious. I did in
0: one day was three. Man, it is a lot of work to do a pig. Yeah. But, and it's the reason I don't do it anymore is... Have you ever done it? I do like kill my friends. What? Have you ever done a deer? Like venison? I guess I haven't. Okay. I've, I've just, certainly been talked to. I've done it with a... I've, I've slaughtered a lot of pigs with a lot of people who have slaughtered a lot of deer. Yeah. But no. Okay. De- I just uh, wonder pigs what the... and chickens,
1: I guess. What the level of difficulty Duck. is between pig and deer. Like if it's similar...
0: Pig is really fat, mm-hmm. uh, like there's a there's a layer of, of blubber, very thin. and they're very or lean, lean at least yeah. and so to skin a pig is a lot easier because you just have to go, you just have to run a, a very sharp knife. Um, they use these scalpel blades, and God, those knives are wonderful, and you just slide it through the fat, and it really goes pretty fast. Yeah, uh, humans are built
2: the same way. Uh, It's an aquatic mammal trait, Mm. like uh, humans, pigs, dolphins, whales, like any time where you've got like it was a land creature and then it got back in the water and started developing water traits after land. Uh, That's when you get uh, fat that had developed in the muscles because you have to have that source of energy to move around land. Uh, And it was just more useful being put on the outside because your hair doesn't do shit.
0: No, no, no. I think it does for like otters, but not for us.
2: Right. You, you you do one or the other. You either stop bothering or you figure out a way to keep to make it keep water out or uh, go with the water. Perfectly. I have read yeah.
0: it's been a long time, uh, but I've read sort of arguments that humans came out of the water. Um, right. I mean, maybe that's why the chimps have hair and we well, don't.
1: No, I mean, I what, think the aquatic
0: ape. I think. Yeah.
1: I think all life kind of came out of the water. Right? Well, yes. yeah, but much more recently. We went back for seconds, is uh, at least. And
2: I will absolutely uh, argue the aquatic ape theory. Okay. Uh, uh, primarily due to this, I'm I'm controlling my breath. Okay. That's the only thing that can do that. Uh, aquatic mammals are the thing that controls their breath.
0: What about the... the, dogs? The... Can control their breath?
2: No. No.
0: Uh, i blocked is, the air passages of my dog before. <laughs> their,
2: yeah, their breath is entirely whales? emotionally controlled. What about whales? Okay. Uh, whales can. That's why they
1: do songs.
0: Yeah, whales and black like dolphins. Not why, but uh, how they how do they songs. How they do it right. Okay. All right. I mean, a dolphin basically is a whale. so uh,
1: Right, but I'm, I'm just thinking of other animals with the capacity or ability to control yeah. their breath.
0: Yeah, well, uh, uh, consider
2: Coco the monkey. The reason that we didn't uh, teach that one to speak is because it had no breath control, but could control hands, so we taught sign language to it. Right. But yeah, a cat, Her. a dog, any of those, uh, there, any of them that haven't gone back for seconds in the water don't have any
1: breath control that they can just uh, turn on and off. Did anyone teach it the bird, the middle finger? Yes. I'm sure. Oh, and, and did it use it profusely? Uh, yes, she loved in, her kids
2: in the appropriate cir- circumstances. Really? Yeah, that's great. T- completely appropriately. I like that. So, given yeah.
1: somebody the bird is a a, a, a mammalian instinct, or at oh, least yeah. a a primate instinct. Oh yeah, and, and just like uh, the verbal version of it,
2: it it, it just taps into that uh, lizard brain, that reptilian complex is the technical term for it. That's at the very center of our emotional core nowhere near your like language circuit on the very outside so what
1: you're saying is everybody's a reptilian person uh yes that's sad
2: well it's uh it's how we fuck and eat and don't get eaten no i mean that it's like that's the
1: whole that's the whole design of the system that it's like there's this reptilian narrative to like the lizard people and all that kind of thing but then like now we're talking about the science of humanity and how it it interconnects
2: yeah uh, uh humans go through every stage of evolution during our gestation and during the time where we are most like a lizard is where the uh, the reptilian complex develops. And it uh, deals with, so at the very core, you have just like pure motivation and attention, right? Mm. Like, what do I look, what do I look at? What am I doing? You're, you're orienting reflex. And right. it is, it's uh, knock you on the knee reflex. So on the, on the outside to make that complicated is the reptile side of things where you go, is it trying to eat me? Am I trying to eat it? Should we fuck?
0: Those and- are questions your brain's asking all the time.
1: Yes. M- yeah. yeah. And- multiple times per minute sometimes depending on who you are and how young you are. The ability to
2: recognize things that are congruent on multiple levels is, is part of that thing that calls to you of your best self. And that's where music resonates. Like you, you just recognize it. I think uniquely human. It's, now, it, yes, whales have their yes. songs, and uh, every animal has their uh, communications and all that. But like the way that a human recognizes music uh, corresponds to the best way of living our life and the best way of ordering our thoughts. Where the many levels and layers of things work together.
1: Do other mammals uh, celebrate collective achievements? Like I don't yeah. know. Uh, do beavers, when working, you know, with other beavers to build a dam, when they're done building the dam, do they like high five each other, buy them a beer? I mean, like, is there exhibits of celebration amongst other animals when a collective achievement is you know sort of unlocked? No doubt. Uh, like
2: what? Yeah, especially especially uh, mammals very
1: common i mean it's not unique oh, to humans ooh, you
2: want to see one that's like really similar look at uh, chimpanzees like they have this whole like economy system that runs on meat uh cooked meat hmm? raw meat oh no no they don't they don't have fire they're not humans no that's like honestly our distinguishing feature fire we are way too cool with fire It's why we are about to get sucked into screens. Uh, We're we're way too cool with fire. It's bizarre. You're supposed to run from dangerous shit like that. Instead, we look at lightning and we're like, can I put that in my fingertips?
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: That's the the conquered part, I think, of mankind, right? Uh, I tell people this from time to time. I have figured out the meaning and purpose of human life. Hmm. It's two things. Breed. And conquer.
2: Mm. I, well, I like, think it's more uh, articulate than
1: that, but yeah. But no, I mean, if you have to narrow it down to just two simple well, things that humanity does and does pretty good, they breed pretty good and they conquer pretty good. Those are the two things humanity does. Mm. So it seems. Well,
2: and the, the weird problem is that uh, electricity acts like it's alive. And that conquer is appropriate to things that aren't alive.
1: Well, right, to tame a thing, right? Well, so is that's what, the is thing. what like, I'm thinking in this Taming context, a thing right?
2: is a kind of communication. Uh, like, honestly, I think that's how the organism grows. So humans suck at digesting things. It's literally how we recognize each other. Like we were talking about uh, uh, symmetry earlier, right? Yep, yep. Uh, we fucking love little wastes, all of us, just in different ways. So, like, uh, the little waist, big hips, and just the, like, sure, oh, yeah, they've got that nice, like, triangle it, right. shape to the body. Like, and the reason that, like, a potbelly is kind of, uh, is uh, that's what all the chimps look like, because they need big-ass fucking digestive systems, because their meat's not cooked, and because they don't cook their other food. Like, a lot of it's hard to get at if you don't cook it. Okay. Right. So, we're the thing that harnessed the
1: fire. What's that Billy Joel song? He <laughs> didn't start the fire, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was always burning since the world's been twining.
2: So speaking of the world turning,
1: well, well, hang on, hang on. Hmm. Isn't um uh, the the domestication of like a horse, hmm. you know, for the purpose of riding and pulling the buggy and the carriage, is is that a violation of the nap?
2: Uh no. Why not? Uh first and foremost, because they're not uh, uh, moral actors. The tamers or the horses? Horses. Horses are, have no moral agency. Uh, they they don't have a, the imagination.
1: Right. They don't sit around going, man, right. we just built so, our own ranch. So it's really unfortunate, but people
2: only give this particular weight to moral uh, system and not to beauty systems. And... Systems of beauty are actually why we know it's fucking awful if you kick the puppy. Yeah. Like, we all know that. Baxter! Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I can't put you in jail for that, but you fucking suck, man. The hell is wrong with you? I don't want to be around you. You haven't violated me. We don't need to go to court. But gross. Right. That's aesthetics. And aesthetics are fucking important. Like they're the reason that we get not dead is so we can make pretty shit and know the way that the things work and see it for all of its wacky ineffable beauty
1: that's a that's another thing is um do other uh i mean like I know that human beings can look at stuff that other creatures do and and have a thought about them and be like, oh, that's beautiful or whatever but like my question isn't that is like do non human beings on planet earth? create art no 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 okay
2: no uh it's uh so art is a human construct so in addition to fire what humans have is uh abstracts symbols yes like uh, a symbol is a uniquely human thing we're the only ones that do it lots of animals use signs and and tools But symbols are are another uniquely human thing. It it goes with that imagination. And that's the thing. Uh, For the same reason that a minor cannot sign a contract that is legally binding in everyone's understanding of that legalese is the very reason that you don't have a, a, a moral system with animals is because they are incapable of having the imagination of themselves. They can't self-reflect in order to do that. And in the same way, children haven't gained that neurological capacity and figured out how to integrate it into their lives until a certain
1: point. I really hate the thought of somebody kicking a puppy. Right? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, and that's the thing. It That's the, the carrot is the world where we don't kick puppies. Yeah. Like, the the where we do evil to each other, that's the stick.
1: Move to New Hampshire. Let's not kick any more puppies. Human beings understand cycles, but they can't sort of manage their own cycles properly, right? Uh, You know, generational cycles, for sure, right? And we just talked about the, like... The difference between a twelve-year-old and a fifty-one-year-old in terms of uh, being able to learn a new trick, right? The twelve-year-old is gonna, you know, and the fifty is going gonna be like, "What's going on, man? I don't understand," right? Be like trying to teach your parents how to how to use a, an app <laughs> on their phone, you know? I'm older than apps, mm. right? And that's kind of where tech, I kind of noticed tech was sort of getting away from me. It was Internet, computer, browser, right? I'd learned all this information, and suddenly that didn't mean anything anymore. Everything was an app on your phone on the magic rectangle. And I was like, I resisted. I'm like, no, I won't move to the magic rectangle. And <laughs> then I did. I moved right into the magic rectangle.
2: Well, and as it moves uh, user interface, there's still like uh, a flow chart of most likely to solve most problems, right? But the neat thing about integrating the uh, AI, quote-unquote, the vocal circuit to the technology, is that we can just bypass a whole shit ton of that. And we can just all be like the old fogey that has no idea how this (laughs) operates and tells Junior to do this. Uh, And and it works. uh, uh, Junior goes through the flowchart, and if Junior can't fix it, we call in, like, a human that knows the things.
1: Before, there was wireless remote control. Over your objects, your stereo at home, or you know, lights, even mm-hmm. uh, that kind of a thing. Before that existed, I was a human remote control. Mm-hmm. Hey, I uh, go change the channel, put it on this. Oh, it's time for this. Go turn that, you know. And so, you know, jump how high? Yes, change the channel, right. And I know I'm not the only one. I know that children everywhere, there was a period of time when children everywhere were the remote control for their parents' televisions. Oh, yeah. When they were watching whatever, you know.
2: That's why you have kids. Don't have to mow the damn lawn anymore.
1: <laughs> here's here's a an example of decentralization uh, improving something for me. Uh, when When... TV went from just broadcast to cable television, right? Before cable television existed, there was like three stations mm-hmm. that you could get in your area. And if the president was on, your night was fucked. Then, then cable TV came along, and suddenly there were tens, and then eventually hundreds, and then thousands, and then, well, the internet came along, and now it's basically unlimited like your cable tv probably You're skipping the you, part
2: where the fcc yeah. said these are our hundreds and no more
1: well,
2: well but we could actually have more sensitive equipment that divides the frequency even more no our channels I mean, okay well we use this like one way of doing things and have infinite channels
1: but but now like most things you can see on demand you don't have to so my point is is that i'm from a time when if you wanted to see the next episode of the a team Right, you had to be home at Friday night at a seven o'clock or whatever fucking time eight eight p m eastern mm-hmm. right, something I don't know what time, but like oh. they always announced a time, and like if you missed it or you were late you you got screwed out of and you didn't know when you were able to see that episode again. You were a slave to the time in which shit was broadcast now, mankind has freed itself from this by now moving to mostly on demand uh, entertainment we'll call it programming. Right. And I think this is a net win for humanity mm-hmm. because humanity is finally adopting the I will grab the 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 media when I need it the information when I need it uh, model instead of allowing it to be fed to them. Right. I think mankind is, is successfully making that switch based on the fact that uh, television was improved upon by the network effect mm-hmm. right? And the cable TV and the cable TV was the early backbone for what we all now call the Internet And those things combined now make it so humanity can be more sort of on purpose than ever when selecting their entertainment and information. And this is a net win, I think, for humanity. It's a move that's unheralded, right? It just sort of happened, just sort of went by, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, yeah, I guess it is cool that I can, you know, if I miss a, you know, something's gonna air Thursday night or whatever. You like, you miss it Thursday night, you know, you can go get it the next day or you know within hours after it."
2: Yeah, it's weird, but I can look back on the peak of power of, you know, the worst of humanity. Like, no, that was it. That was the moment when there was, like, three stations of this uh, uh, box that glows that literally puts you into a receptive uh, state, like, changes your brainwaves. The hypno box. Right. And only three
1: channels. They're fucking with me subliminally. And
2: they all told the same story. Like, that was it. That was the peak. That was the greatest control that they've ever had over the human mind. And, of course, you know, the standard expectation that you're just going to hand over your children once they've, like, presumably stopped vomiting so much. (laughs) And we will fill them with our propaganda for over a decade. Like, that was it. That was, like, that was the pinnacle of control. Shit, piss, piss, fuck, fuck, cunt, cunt, cocksucker, cocksucker, motherfucker, and and tits. tits.
1: That's right. There it is. Ambled. (sighs) Oh, that one felt good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a like a relieving belch. It is. it is. Yes. I can't believe that, like, uh, people have to self-censor, right? And, they, and people are like, oh, it's courtesy. It's courtesy for you to not just be saying fuck, fucking, fuckity, fuck, 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 wherever you go, which is kind of what I do, sadly. <laughs> everywhere I go like I mean I have I have a you know I probably have it you under control You engaged
2: my lizard brain yeah. it scared me you're not allowed to scare me when we're talking
1: I I have it under control How dare you far more than like I let on on this program but like this is just me going it's dumb it's dumb that I have to like self censor wherever the fuck I go that I can't just throw out some fuckity fuck fucks wherever the fuck I want to You know what
2: if we are in a serene circumstance, sometimes cursing is inappropriate. Sure. We're not in a serene fucking circumstance. No. We are in a goddamn emergency. Like, we are at a, a a choice moment. Like, there's this revolution that we call the revolution. And every time we come back to a choice of like, okay, well, at some point we get tired of pretending that uh these incompetent fucks are capable of what they're claiming power over yeah now at that point we get to i mean at some point be wise enough to eliminate the position that caused this revolution because if you create a a a seat of power then it will attract those and eventually select for those who prioritize power.
1: Yeah, I think um, the only thing that I can do in regards to that is continue to point out uh, where the violence comes in uh, in that interaction. Yeah, if you prioritize power, you're not prioritizing peace. You're not
2: prioritizing civilization. So eventually you end up with a power monger in a seat of power because right. there's a seat of power. Right. And as long as you create a seat of uh, unaccountability, then it will attract those who are worst at being unaccountable.
1: Right. All, all people need to do is just sort of come together and go, we agree that that's the way things are going to be right now. And then do that. Yeah. Right. These things rarely happen. I say this all the time about um, uh, uh, police who think that, like, oh, we've been unfairly targeted. Our reputation has been tarnished by the the media you have know, been you know, slandering us, et cetera, and so on. It's like, well, you can control that, <laughs> right? You want to clean up your reputation. All you got to do is stop enforcing victimless crimes, right? Yeah. That's it. You have discretion. You all get together in, in your little network and just be like, hey, guys, we need to clean up our reputation. Let's all just stop enforcing victimless uh, offenses, and uh, when we're going to agree to do like, imagine. Yeah, lo and, a,
2: and behold, when you don't scare the shit out of your serfs all the time, you get a more effective uh, plantation.
1: Imagine like a, uh, a strike out of principle, right? Like there are a whole bunch of people that work for governments, right? But if they realize where the violence is in their interaction by being employed, you know, at a government agency and collecting a paycheck via taxation, uh, ultimately is where they're, or, you know, money printing, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but, you know, collecting your money from that organization, like if you realize that you see the violence in that, then you got to get together with other people in your business who feel the same way and and build that network out so that you can act together. Uh, because, I like, like-minded people will be easier to trade with. Right. And and by like minded, I say like freedom oriented people. Right. Mean, people who take liberty uh, first well, or seriously as, you know, something that they want fundamentally, in their
2: lives. We have to value the same things in order to trade.
1: Right. And I, you know, I love that, you know, I can do all of the things that I can do today. I didn't really. I, I was politically blind for most of my life. And then when I woke up, I'm like, what the fuck? You motherfuckers. Right? And then, you know, I ended up here. And now I do this. Because I couldn't envision a world where I would be okay with myself if I didn't. Mm. Right? I was like, I have to do this. I have to go and shout from the rooftops, if you will. Yeah. You know? Uh, I was just like, I... I can't feel good about myself if I don't go, if I don't try. I feel like I kind of, I don't know, whatever this uh, brotherly love or something. I don't know. I was just like, oh, my God, I got to tell the rest of humanity, right? Town crier, whatever you want to call it, right? Mm -hmm. The British are don't you know, whatever. I was just like, oh, my God, I've discovered a thing, and now I must tell everybody. Mm -hmm. And um, so I set forth to do that, kind of. And here I am. Russia and China bought an
2: absolute shit ton of gold so far, they're not making a new currency. Huh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, there I... just so happens to be a frightening little correlation between the shit that is backing the new, uh, like, overnight rate uh, yeah. when they switched from the London rate to the uh, American rate, uh, the secured overnight funding rate. Uh, the security seems to have a stupid level of correlation with Bitcoin prices. Yeah, um, so the the fucking powers that be are looking for the door too. So if you like already know where it is, then everyone just gets to
1: shift. Where are um student loans and commercial real estate at in there? Uh, well, so that's the thing. Decline.
2: What is the ultimate price of Bitcoin? Well, it's it's not a real question because what's the ultimate price of the dollar? Right, right now, Bitcoin. The ultimate price of the, the dollar, dollar is the at- same as the Zimbabwe dollar. Right.
1: It's the same. You could look at it the opposite way. You could say, what does Bitcoin value the dollar at right now? <laughs> right. The, the ultimate fate of a fiat currency
2: is zero. Right. That's just what they do. That, that's why they make new fiat currencies and have big fucking wars to say how important their new fiat currency is. Yeah. Right. Or you can just skip all of that. And you know, use the the ones that are forced by reality to follow the rules. You you simply cannot conjure silver, right? You simply cannot conjure gold. I mean, yeah, they're useful. What the fuck ever. That actually kind of sucks because they're way too expensive for most of their uses. But <laughs> well, you can't conjure them. That's why we use them. It's a pain in the dick. So you may as well just do a less pain in the dick, hey, I can make your life better. And then I'll be happy to give you some of this thing that I got the same way, making people's lives better, because I was, you know, pretty good at that.
1: Yeah, it is very interesting that, you know, no matter how you look at it, like every reposition every uh, that you, you take as an employee, at least, you you believe that you are doing so to... You know serve some like your fellow man right mm-hmm. uh no matter what you're doing, you know you're doing operations, you're doing support, you're doing sales, you know what part of the business what's you know where's your career, where are your talents right uh no matter how you look at it, you're just you know getting paid to help make other people's lives better right right and and they're asking for you to do it, they're calling you, they're like, hey, we need a person that's good at this, can we hire you they're like, sure." right They go find somebody online or whatever recommends you know by their friends or family or their their own personal networks, whatever it is uh, this is how information travels mm-hmm. and so the ability for more choice within all of that I mm-hmm. uh, just uh, it could mean so much to, yeah to to the like decentralization continues to enhance humanity right the The more it gets applied to new and different things, the better humanity becomes mm-hmm. and so uh, cryptocurrency is a further effect of the decentralization process right uh, i I look forward to more things becoming more decentralized well i mean it's because it seems pretty obvious to me that that's the way to go, yeah,
2: when it comes it, to humanity. It's... It's a discovered technology. We've figured out how to tie the laws of physics into the described amount of security. Right. Like, here's how we use this much energy to secure this. Is that good enough for your purposes or not? Yeah. And yeah, our first, like, testing the water steps were going to require so much that it blows the entire banking system out of the water. And then we'll eventually get used to the technology working. Yeah. And go, oh, we can also do this like way cheaper.
1: Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, cryptocurrency ranks, you know, amongst inventions like the telephone, right? the television, you know, the telegraph, right? All the teles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the cryptocurrency, I mean, the, the internet, right? Telecommunications, right? Mm-hmm. It's sort of, you know, wrapped into that now, too, because. Anything that used to be analog is now digital. Mm-hmm. Um but and that's the second time I've done it. Hmm. Lost my train of thought. Oh. Chug it, 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 chug it. I don't want to imitate the Trump train like they do Indeed. on Sundays. Um the amount <laughs> The amount of people that like are oblivious to Really even anything, right? Mm-hmm. They just go about their daily lives. They're freaked out by the news. They're scared shitless in their homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go out and vote, right? Because they mm-hmm. feel it's their civic duty. Right. Yeah. Well, what else can we do, right? Like, there's so many of them. Oh, my God. There's still the overwhelming, like, population. I There are more people, like, waking up every day, yes. But I'd like, how, is it fast enough, man? I feel like triage, right? You know? um. <laughs> working through getting to know people like yeah. Yeah, yeah no okay no okay yes okay you're on board right
2: well as strange as it is there's a kind of justice to it that those of us who've been waiting for this technology to appear yeah. uh, get our first crack at like you know exploring some of it when it's a pain in the dick to explore it like yeah, it's scary, and you if you send that shit to the wrong address, congratulations, you contributed to the
1: public fund. I've done so many like test sends over the over the years, you know. It's like I I don't know that, what right. am I doing. I better just send like a dollar or mm-hmm. you know whatever some menial amount, and uh, it's and then still wait. wise to do so. It is in most circumstances, uh, unless you're you know participating in commerce, right? Yeah you know or i mean in something that is you know systemic right if somebody's using a system that you approve of right you like their wallet or uh, there's a couple of different pos systems that people use now to accept cryptocurrency at their businesses so if you've heard of one of them and you trust it you'll use that one or whatever it is mm-hmm. um and it only t- it's i don't know it i can't it must be what people felt like when they made the first phone call this has been beard talk live Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Peace.